Hold it right there. It's me, Johnny. I knew it was you. I could smell you getting off the elevator. Gardenius, Johnny, your favorite. You was here last night, too, wasn't you? I was singing at the Blue Monkey last night. You was here. And you were smooching with my brother. That's a dirty lie, Johnny. Don't give me that. You've been smooching everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, Little Mo with the gimpy leg, Cheeks, Bony Bob, Cliff. I could go on forever, baby. You have me all wrong. All right. I believe you. But my Tommy gun don't. Johnny, you're the only duck in my pond. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. Baby, I'm over the moon for you. You gotta do better than that. If, if my love was an ocean, Lee would have to take two planes to get across it. Maybe I'm off my hinges. But I believe you. That's why I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two, three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. Episode 32. We are here, baby. Hope you like Home Alone 2. Hope you like episode 32. All right. Welcome back to the sexiest podcast in Kansas. Hello. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, it's a, that's kind of, that's a thing. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Um, so I know exactly where it we came from. We were rated from. Sunflower Magazine's sexiest pod. <laughs> yeah. Sexiest new pod. Not to be confused with uh, the wheat farmers. Who, yeah, there's uh, some old ones that uh, yeah, yeah. you forget about. They've been around. They're, they're tried and true. But we're, we'll be there someday. So yeah, welcome back. If you're new, if you're old, glad you're here. Listen to the Ghost Runners, baby. That's right. My name is Brad Ellis, owner of Ellis Custom Creations. This is... My name is Jake Triplett. I am friends with Brad Ellis, and we have right. a podcast together. That's correct. So we are here... Ready to rock, rock, rock. It is Wednesday night for us. It is 10 p.m. We don't often do the late night pods, but they tend to go well when we do. So this is <laughs> we, fun. Yeah, we get a little loose, I think. Uh, yeah, night. yeah. It's been a long day, you know, just throwing caution at the wind. Who cares at this point? One of my favorite, uh, like, initial, like, first recording pods with you is when that, that one night where we did it really late into the night. Do you remember and that in my basement? Great. And so we did another one. Yes, we're like, <laughs> we're feeling it. Let's just go again. Because you were... You were leaving, like we were both on vacation gone. or something. Yeah, we I were. I was gone two weeks of July, and you were gone the other two weeks of July. Yeah, so, it was, so it was tough to make it happen. We went after it, and we didn't get done till like three in the morning. It was a great one though, but it was fun. A little earlier tonight, ten p.m. It's uh, I've actually already I already recorded one podcast today with Trey. How dare you? The Correct Opinions podcast, and then we shot a video Correct together opinions. where. I got to be on camera. We did like a reaction video to these like really cringy TikToks. Camera was rolling for like 35 minutes on that. So I've I've already had to be funny for a lot of time today. I don't know if I got much left <laughs> oh, in Oh, you me. got more than tank. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, were pl- we got you some electrolytes. You're good. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. Um, you'll be all right, man. Maybe I'm off my hinges. <laughs> but my Tommy gun don't. That's my favorite part. But my Tommy gun don't. What have you done today, Brad? Um, not as much as you, for sure. Uh, I went and watched Primetime with Isaac, which... If, if you didn't hear this before, I'm going to say it again. NFL primetime is the greatest thing you can watch on TV if you are a sports fan, specifically a football fan, uh, because these days there is no good highlight show out there except for NFL primetime. Sports Center is total crap. 
excuse me for my language. Whoa, 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 I know whoa. it's a family podcast. We'll, we'll edit it out. Um, but it's just not good. But NFL primetime is just like pure, like 2003 highlights, you know, style show. And it's awesome. They, they have very, very little talking back and forth. And it's just awesome highlights. So, um, so we watched NFL primetime. I helped Isaac with some woodworking plans and whatnot. He's trying to get this really big order, which could the be really exciting for him. Yeah. Um, there's some backstory to that that we could talk about later, I guess, if, if it comes up again. But, um, and then we went to Chick-fil-A for lunch. Which, <laughs> and I was there with I, Trey. I saw Jake there and I, I'm not going to lie. I felt, I felt a little bit like, um, you know, somebody who might come home to another man in their bed. Yeah. I um, felt like I'd got caught. I was like, oh my gosh, this is in our booth, no less. No, you you weren't in our booth. You were in high chair. That's what that's how I knew that you were you were not not thinking of me, you know. Uh, this was completely different. So uh anyway, went to Chick-fil-A. Uh from there. You don't have to tell me everything you did. I didn't great. say every single thing I did today. I'm just saying, like, give me some highlights. Like, what did you do today? That's 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 good. When when what looked at uh, Christmas lights tonight with Hattie and Catherine. Oh, nice. That was fun too. Cool. I, won't, I won't say anything else. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just like, Gosh. I just like, I, I, I had breakfast. I had lunch. You know, I, I even had dinner. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. was just, I was kind of hitting the highlights. Went to the bathroom a few times. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Which we kind of learned this week. You go to the bathroom way more than me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I drink a lot of liquids. We all That's know. That's true. It's probably um, pretty adequate to liquids consumed. Actually, let me let me tell you a little story about going to the bathroom real fast. Okay. Uh, so, like I mentioned today, I was at Chick Fil A for a while doing computer work, and so obviously I get refills while I'm there, so I have to go to the bathroom. Um, and I've decided that I think I walk a little bit too much with a purpose sometimes for other people. Okay. Let me let me tell you the two examples that made me come to this conclusion. Number one was there were these three girls and their mom. I'm assuming. Um, there, like after school, like they're probably like five years old. And I was walking to the bathroom and I noticed one girl who wasn't even like the closest girl to me, like start leaning away as I was coming towards them to then like turn and go to the bathroom. Like I was like coming after her or something. Like, I think she was like nervous that I was she walking was towards fear. her. Yes. Um, and that didn't really strike me that much until, uh, later on, I realized I was also walking with too much purpose. When I got done at the bathroom, I opened up the door to one of our good friends uh, and Chick-fil-A employees, Domi, mm-hmm. was taking a drink of water right outside of the bathroom door. I like nailed her on the head with my with the bathroom door. She was dr- taking a drink of water. Her water like flew onto her face. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh my gosh, Domi, I am so sorry. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's no problem. Lo siento, lo siento. It's, uh, she's, like, she's like, how would you know? How would you know that I was right here? I was like, that's true. It's pretty poor design of Chick-fil-A. They have like the lockers for the employees right next to the bathroom yeah, door. Yeah, like they kind of just hang out there whenever they need to like get away. But like, I think I opened up the door a little fast and probably kind of hurt her. Uh, and she let, she like went home right after that. Probably coincidentally, <laughs> but I still felt really bad. Like she's like, it's okay, it's okay. Home. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I love how she said, I'll see you tomorrow. Like like she just assumes I'm going to be there. But um, I mean, she's right. But she's still, probably, like, yeah, I probably will. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Um, I do go to the bathroom a lot. All that to say, I went multiple times to have those multiple incidents, incidences uh, <laughs> earlier. But yeah, I probably go number one seven times a day. Whoa, at least. Wow, not you. No, I've that's... also heard. I've also heard the fact that like if you hold it, you're more likely to not be able to hold it later on in life. So anytime I have the inkling, I'm like 
might as well. So let's compare 30 years from now and see where we're at. Because I might be hurting myself <laughs> hey in the man, long run. Yeah, I'm like I'm like 15 deep already. It's only 3 p.m. I shouldn't have held it in my, in my 20s. I got <laughs> uh, kind of um, secondhand, but still recognized at Chick-fil-A today. Yeah. Trey always gets recognized every time we go to Chick-fil-A. But this time, I, I took note of her verbiage. She said, hey, just want to stop real quick. I love your guys' stuff. Yes. That's me. Yes. Plural. That's right. No your guys clue is, if she even knew who I was. Very Midwestern of her too to say your guys. I love your guys' stuff. Not y'all's. I was like, good. Thank you. Yes. I said thank you so loud. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That really means a lot so to me, much. Jake Triplett. <laughs> at Triplett Jake on Instagram. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I needed that. Thank you. I was I was telling you last week I got uh, recognized at Chick Fil A. Oh yeah! We Shout out to Rachel, uh, who is a listener of the podcast, came up to me and she was like, "Brad Ellis," and I looked at her and I thought I didn't recognize this woman. I was like, "Oh, she must be somebody from church that I just didn't recognize or something." Uh, and she's like, "Yeah, you don't know me. I am a fan of the podcast." And I was like, "Oh wow! Thank you so much." And then I walked away from her. And later on, apparently another girl recognized me and asked the manager, "Like, hey, does that guy have a podcast?" <laughs> With Jake Triplett? And so, yeah, you got recognized again right there. Chick-fil-A is the place to be. It's the plug. So if you are in Kansas City and looking for a podcast celebrity sighting, definitely come to the Chick-fil-A on Mission Road. Yeah, we'll I'm be sorry, there. in Mission on Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, anyway, you probably saw the title of this episode. We've got a little bit of a purpose to it this time. Uh, we are going to be ranking all of the Office Christmas episodes yes, sir. this week. We've done a bracket before. Brad made a good point. The tough thing about doing a podcast bracket is that you have to keep talking about the same thing you already talked about like four different <laughs> times. If it makes it the championship, you're like, I don't know what else to say about this. I, it's good. It's, it's good. really good. That's it's, why it's in the championship. <laughs> like I already mentioned everything. Right. So like maybe a podcast is better for like an interactive thing with viewers or something. But yeah, I'm sorry. I bracket. I, I knew what you meant. I'm so sorry, you guys. You Sorry, you guys. It's 10 o'clock. I, I love your guys' stuff, but I am sorry. <laughs> so I don't know the best way to do this. Should we just... Should we just mention an episode and then we each say where we ranked it? Or should we just both start at the bottom of our list? I think those are our two options. You hmm. decide. Maybe we should just go um, chronologically one way or the other and just say where we ranked it from there. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, do you have an opinion on chronological one through seven, <laughs> I guess? Um, do you? Let's start from the back. Great. Uh, the Belschnickel, Dwight Christmas. Great. Brad, where did you rank it and why? I ranked it... I actually haven't officially ranked them yet. I'm oh sorry. my gosh. Um, One job. Just kidding. I'll start. I actually ranked the Belschnickel episode as my least favorite. Okay. I uh, And also one thing I did, I watched them all over the course of the last two weeks, and we both did a good job, even without talking about it, which is kind of funny. We both took notes, which is funny. And well, I, I didn't take notes while I watched it. I took notes later. Sorry. What? You showed me your notes. Yeah, I took notes, but not like while I watched it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I took notes like right before we recorded. Okay. So part of my notes is I wrote down the best line of every episode, or at Love least it. my favorite Love line. It. So my favorite line from the Belschnickel episode is uh, Dwight trying to make an excuse for why he has to leave the room. And he says, I have to go to my car to take a dump. I have to go to my car to take a dump. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so funny. funny. But um, yeah, overall, it ranks as my least favorite Office Christmas episode. Okay. You're going to find out pretty quickly that just as seasons go on is how I feel about the office. So like the later seasons, I just don't like. So I think I was going to rank this one sixth out of seven Christmas episodes. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep, keep with that, I guess, just to disagree with you a little bit, but I'm kind of on the same page. Like it's not that it's not funny. Like it's a really, I really like the idea of Belschnickel. I think that's like, Oh, like what if we had Dwight be this 
German Santa Claus. But like Catherine kind of mentioned it earlier, actually, like whenever he like hits Jim and like, like that's, is that supposed to be funny? Like that's not funny yeah. to me. Um, I don't One know. of my least favorite character moments of anyone in the show is when Daryl is supposedly drunk and mad at Jim. He also does not funny. Such a terrible job of being drunk. Even as an actor, he does a bad job being drunk. And like when he falls down on the table, not, yeah. not funny. Slapstick like, humor, don't dig it. You know me, I do sometimes enjoy You'll that. Slap the stick from time to time. But not when it's like so random and unnecessary that <clears throat> it's just and bad. It's, he's such an angry drunk drunk and I literally yeah. wrote down drunk Daryl was not funny. Oh wow. Yeah. I wrote down Toby and Nelling kissing was bad. <laughs> I said uh episode centered around Angela and the party planning committee forgetting about the party completely. Like, that's how it all starts. Like, hey, the Christmas party is today. And Angela's like, no, it's not. Like, there's no way that would happen. Like, not on Angela's watch. No, no. Um, the other thing I wrote down that I didn't like is I felt like Jim was overly excited. They wrote Jim's lines to be like, all right, we want you to be really excited about this. Like, for the first 15 minutes of that episode, every time Jim's on camera, he's like, yes, so right, excited. Right. Yes, Belschnickel. And it's just, it's the same thing over and over. And as that's I watched kinda, it back, I was like, I think he's a little over the top with this. Like, we want Jim to be a fan of Dwight's crazy antics. In my opinion, that's just the last two seasons of The Office in general. It's just like overacting, decently poor writing. Yeah, and just like decently trying. Decently poor. <laughs> I mean, like, like there's there's certain parts where like, okay, it's kind of funny. But like overall, it's just not the same. Um, yeah, and like Jim leaves and then comes back. And we're it's supposed to be like a huge part of the episode. I, I like that. I like when he came back. But but like that that storyline should not have ever really happened. Like that wasn't that interesting of a storyline to me. Like he missed his wife. I know. But like if you had enough good material in the episode, like you would not be making that like a big thing for him to like leave and come back. Like they took way too much time on that for my Pete and Aaron. Like, are we supposed to root for them? Are we not supposed to root for them <laughs> to get together? Like Aaron's dating somebody else. Yeah. Do we like, oh, Aaron should cheat on him. <laughs> but it's also like He's being rude to her. I don't know. Um, One, uh, the last thing I wrote down, I so you know, but just a quick summary. I have kind of a special way, a special access that I can watch The Office. Oh, my gosh. And basically, I have a way to watch The Office where the original way it was written, like the deleted scenes that are now taken out and deleted are in the show where they were supposed to be in the show. So typically, The Office is 22 minutes. When I watch an episode of The Office, it's usually like between 28 and 30 minutes because the deleted scenes are in there. It's really cool. Um, and this one, especially more than any episode I ever watched in this way, I it was, I was like, this was awesome. And it was plop, uh, going hard, like to doing the diehard thing. Like it's, it's a very much extended thing. And oh, he's really? doing this entire one man scene, like Aaron <laughs> left the room and he's doing it all by himself. And it's awesome. Like he legitimately does a great job playing like three characters. Really? And it's really funny. I'm like, dang, I wish more people could see this. Like, I don't know if it needs to be in the episode, but it was really awesome. That's probably, that is interesting. Like. I was just thinking about deleted scenes, like rarely get seen anymore. Like yeah. back in the day you, you had, uh, the DVDs yeah. and now it's like, that's the only advantage to getting a hard copy. I feel like is that you can see deleted scenes of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but very rarely. Yeah. It was awesome. Cause every episode there's always a few things I'm like, okay, I can see why that didn't make the cut or right. Okay. That was kind of a funny line. Surprised it didn't. But this was like, oh my gosh, plop. Like i like, he showed like that was, he showed off his acting chops there more than any other place in the office. Yeah, because he's a pretty forgettable character. Altogether. Yeah, but he did great acting out Die Hard. So if you uh, have access to, was it season nine deleted scenes, maybe it's in there. Fun fact, never seen Die Hard. Me neither. Okay, good. I would probably, I have the desire to watch it. I just don't, it's not on Netflix or anything, so. That's okay. Okay, next episode. Ha Christmas uh, wishes. 
Okay, where'd you rank it? Uh, I ranked it as number seven. Really? Right behind, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. Okay. I just think Andy is so unlikable. Like, they just make... I'm really kind of frustrated. That's, like, that's like one of my poultries with uh, The Office is how unlikable they made Andy. Because for a while, he was, like, so lovable, such a great guy. Then all of a sudden, he just gets worse and worse. And he's not the he's not the main guy that they want him to be. He's not the next Michael Scott. They tried to make him the Michael a little bit. And it was just not... It didn't work. They, they tried way too hard to make him into this incompetent Michael type guy. Um, so yeah, I just didn't think it was very funny. I thought maybe, maybe I would change my ranking six and seven here because I did like Jim and Dwight trying to prank each other. Okay. Uh, you know, they try to like, Hey, if, if one of the, one of you guys pranks the other one, then you lose your Christmas bonus or something. That's a funny idea. The execution just wasn't very good again. I thought it was decent when, uh, you know, Dwight does take the bait with the credit card, but then buys Pam flowers. Yeah, not very funny to me. Like, fine. Oh my gosh, you're being so critical. I, I won't try to be. <laughs> <laughs> this is a TV, I mean, yeah, until we've written a TV show, I don't know how critical we can be of, you know, our well, favorite TV Well, you can be TV critical show. comparing it to other seasons of The Office. Okay, that's fair, I I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, I could write such a funnier show. <laughs> don't, totally not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying like, like, like that, similar to like Dwight's Belschnickel, like German idea, like it just wasn't, it was a good idea that wasn't carried out as well as I feel like yeah. it could have been. Is my that's my hey, that's my opinion. Though. No, it's okay. I'm a big believer. I tell this to everyone, like people who ask for advice, like ideas are easy. Anyone can come up with ideas. The hard part is executing your ideas. Totally. A lot of people have ideas for YouTube channels. A lot of people have ideas for whatever, their totally. blog. But executing it is what separates the good from the very good. So good. I'm with you. That's deep. That's good. Write that down. Put it on a t-shirt. Okay. T-shirt idea. Uh, <laughs> execution is the hard part. <laughs> So I wrote down, oh, Christmas Wishes is number four for me. Really? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Okay. I thought Aaron being drunk was awesome. No! Way, no, no, no! Way it better. It was so not funny. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't think drunk people are funny in shows, I don't think, ever though. So, really? Ever? No, there's nothing they can do to be funny? Not necessarily. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure that, that's too extreme. You're right. But I can't think of something right now <laughs> specifically. It's pretty funny when she's like shoving Andy and Jessica's faces together and just like kiss <laughs> it was and, awkward yeah. it was it was successfully awkward but. yeah i think she does a good job just like being uh drunk drunk in love and drunk of alcohol <laughs> yeah i also loved the uh trans-siberian orchestra montage you're kidding <laughs> i wrote that <laughs> i wrote that down as trans-siberian orchestra montage seemed like another filler slash time waster Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I loved it because man. it didn't feel like it was in the office. Like it felt like a different show. And I liked it. See, like that's the, that's probably why we that, that's like my fundamental difference with it. That's why I don't like it. What are the fundamentals? Like like I I loved The Office from day one, and I think you did too. But like that that and so it just didn't feel like the same show to me. I loved it. My my best line of Christmas wishes is just at the end of the montage when Dwight just screams, Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was awesome. I really, really enjoyed like um, yeah, just them giving each other these nice gifts, which is a really sweet moment, but with intense Trans-Siberian <laughs> orchestra music going on in the background. I was like, this is awesome. This okay. is fun for me to watch. Yeah, I dig it. There were some uh, really nice moments in this episode, which I really enjoyed. Because a lot of these Christmas episodes, there's a lot of drama, a lot of things that aren't that great. And so, you know, Daryl almost unknowingly tricks whatever her name is, girl, into wearing a really nice dress. But oh, then he Val. comes around at the end and dresses up in a tux. And that yeah. was a great moment. And then also you really think, you know, sketchy, slimy Robert is going to go home and take advantage of Aaron. And we found out he didn't take advantage of Aaron. 
Yeah. Which not that that should, someone should be judged. Good for you. You didn't take he, advantage of yeah, someone. Yeah, good. This, this 50 year old man didn't. Yeah. But the way the episode was set up, it, it came across as like a nice moment. And so because of those, I was like, this ranks higher for me than some other ones. So it's number, number four. Okay, man. That's good. Christmas wishes. Okay. So next one would be classy Christmas. Okay. Which is the one where Holly comes back. That's about it. I'm, I'm, that's not about it. But this is where we find out Toby um, has uh, jury duty, and he's Toby has jury there. duty. Holly's gonna be coming back. Daryl's daughter is there. Yes, they plan this whole party, and then once Michael finds out Holly's coming, scraps it all. Right, because they have, have have it all for Holly. I chose this one as number five for me. What about I did you? too. I was number five. Look at us. Yeah, sexiest podcast on the same page. <laughs> I um, uh, didn't really love the snowball fighting. Okay, I didn't think. Uh, kind of, kind of, uh, uh, Jim, I didn't think you have to, if you say it, if you say it slowly, it does not make it more appropriate, Jake. <laughs> Mother. No, um, I didn't like, I get why it's a fun idea. Oh, it's just a dusting. Jim's going to prove it's not just a dusting, but hitting him in the face too far, too far, <laughs> too far. <laughs> I, I think that's uh yeah, kind of mean hitting someone in the face is a little much. And then it started this thing and he got in too deep, but he couldn't take it. Yeah. Sorry, Jimbo. I kind of agree. I think that it's a funny idea. I guess I, I'm going to be a broken record by saying that, I guess. It's a funny idea that wasn't that funny, like <laughs> overall execution. But um, it just wasn't believable at times, which like I feel like The Office, that's what's so great about it is that so much of it is like so relatable. Like I can't relate to somebody taking a lacrosse stick and trying to throw it at Dwight. Where does Dwight. he get this lacrosse stick? Yeah, trying to throw it at Dwight and then miss and break a window with it. Like that was very unrealistic. Also, we've never heard of Jim playing lacrosse. Like he just has a lacrosse stick. And that's not Jim's personality to be like so flustered to like do something so extreme. I'll agree. That was he's weird. usually very cool about his pranks. Mild mannered. Jim's what they call in you know, whatever you want to sitcoms, and everything. He's the straight man. He's the one that you relate to because like he's thinking sure. rashly. That's how I would think. Right. You know, and Dwight is the fool and you know, you've got all these character roles. But Maybe that's part of like when, you know, the overacting started coming in was around this time Maybe. because, because yeah, I just don't like that. I, um, I, I love the shot though, at the end of the snowball fight with Dwight on top of the roof, looking down at Jim, freaking <laughs> yeah. out. Maybe the best snowball. Isn't yeah. One at all. <laughs> It's, it's fear. fear. Yeah. <laughs> I think that part is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. Like the, the shot of him looking down and just like the you can see his breath yeah, in the cold. It's a good shot. Uh Daryl and his daughter, I think that part is so bad. Like this is where they go to the vending machine. That that part's the one kind of sweet part, but like they go on the scavenger hunt with Andy, you know, down in the oh, warehouse. Yeah. And then all this of a sudden just they over. just they, yeah. Like that was a time waster. That was a filler. Like, why'd they show that? And he just like dresses up, puts all this effort into it, then just gives her the star. Right. Yeah. Was it was a weird. double, it was a double episode. So maybe they were just trying to fill some time there, but yeah, that part was just, yeah. Like I was watching, I was like, wait, this is the end of, he's like, yeah, you found the star. It's behind my very ear. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I did like the, uh, plot line of Aaron just disliking Holly for like kind of a random, no <laughs> I'm reason. Sorry, I just, I don't see it. Is she a great cook or something? <laughs> That's a great line to me. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't see, That is really funny. Also, could, oh, sorry. you go, you go. Uh, the part wherever um, Holly comes in and 
uh, she's like, oh, I just love what you've done with the plays. And oh. Michael kind of, Michael starts kind of start talking like flamboyantly and gay or whatever. And he's like, don't you just love it? Isn't it wonderful? And they show Oscar and then Oscar like kind of is offended obviously by that and starts walking away. She's like, okay, let me go to my desk. And he's like, yes, let me, let me show you through your desk. You know, he starts like talking in a Mexican accent and Oscar's like walking away. He like turns around again to be offended <laughs> twice. I think that was really, really funny. Show you through your desk. Show you through your desk. <laughs> So. That is funny. I couldn't, de- I, this is the only episode I couldn't decide between my best line because there are two great one-liners. The first one is from Andy. If my grandma ever dies, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just so, that's that's good writing. That's funny. And then the second one is Michael. I love anytime Michael is l- like laughing or crying, anything like hyper-emotional, Michael's so funny to me in his line. Yeah, well, at least he was married. <laughs> he can like barely get it out. Yeah. <laughs> at least he was married. Oh, that so is a good funny. one. That is a good one. <laughs> oh, man. Any other thoughts on that episode? Um, I had one that I just said, Holly lying to AJ about like what happened to Woody and how he got ruined mm-hmm. and stuff gave the gave the viewer hope that, hey, maybe maybe that, that Michael still has a chance with Holly. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a big moment. That fired me up. Yeah. So they did a good job of building that scene up like, oh, what she's going right. to find out. It's going to like, like, hey, M- Michael, you don't deserve her anymore. Like, we love you as, as a character. We but all you know you. We shot. love you. But you screwed this up. Yeah, it's it's not yours anymore, man. This other guy seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. You're done. AJ does like, seem oh. like a good guy. Yeah, he does. I miss him. So what's okay. next? The next one uh, would be the f- third one, fourth one. And it is Secret Santa. Um. What do you mean by fourth one? Sorry. One, two, <laughs> three, four. I don't five, think it would be season four. Six, seven. Sorry. Yeah, just the fourth uh of the of in the lineup. Oh, okay. Secret Santa. I don't know what season it is. It's okay. We'll um, just talk about them. Where does Michael. It rank? Oh, uh, it's it's my third. Okay. Uh do we do we wanted to give a quick synopsis for people that might not remember? Sure, them go as for well it. Go for do. it. Um Secret Santa. Phyllis dresses up as Santa. Michael's like, no, I'm dressing up as Santa. They don't want Michael to be Santa anymore, so he decides to go back in, change his outfit to be Jesus, um, comes back out, and that's about it. Uh, oh, and Andy also does the uh, 12 Days of Christmas as his secret Santa gift to uh, Hall or Aaron. <laughs> Whoever is my secret Santa, please stop. <laughs> please stop. It is a funny, like, that's like a little bit unbelievable, obviously, but that's a hilarious idea. Yeah. Just give him a bunch of- It's a very of, Andy move. Yeah. That was that was the peak of Andy's likability, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, was that like the moment the the scene wherever he comes out with twelve drummers drumming? Like I want to I want to be him in that scene. Like when he starts dancing around Doing the Running Man in the yeah. snow <laughs> with got the, the symbols. symbols. Yeah, it's so good. It's like oh man, I love him. I want him to get Aaron so bad. So um, it's not it's my number three. Um, it was also my number three. Okay. Um, best line is when Michael is Jesus. Toby walks in. Ah. The Antichrist. The Antichrist. <laughs> My favorite line was when he goes, uh, David, guess who I'm on the, f- guess who I'm dressed up as right now? <laughs> yeah, this is great. He's like, I don't want to guess. You either tell me or whatever. He goes, his last name is Christ. He has the power of flight. <laughs> he can heal leopards. He can heal leopards. <laughs> I love how he, he didn't just end it. His last name is Christ. Like there's other people with the last name of Christ. You're going to want some more information. And so, oh, he can fly. <laughs> like that part is so funny to me. I think, and I've said this before many, many times, but watching The Office when I was still in high school at a somewhat early age, I think completely played into shaping my sense of humor. I think in the way, mainly Creed and Michael. Like that way of being funny, of being like, 
giving too much information. Like that's a joke in itself. Like right. that is a way to be funny. And then like barely messing up the information by saying leopards instead of lepers. Like that is funny. <laughs> and I think I right. just like subconsciously took all that Like a in joke a within bit. a joke kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Creed too. The more I've been like looking at Creed and thinking about all the lines he has, I'm like, I think I got a lot of my sense of humor from Creed. And that's awesome. <laughs> just like those little like quick throw them in there. Like yeah. The right time kind of thing for I Creed. I love them. But uh, yeah, Secret Santa, it, it ends so good. There's another great montage in that episode. Uh, and then it's it's happy too. You find out the office isn't going under. Because yeah. that's kind of a big thing in the episode. It's like they got bought out. They all might be leaving. No, we're not. We're good. Just upper management. Right. Although it is funny. It's like, I, is it that episode where it's like, I find it hard to you know, imagine a scenario where David Wallace loses his job and Meredith Palmer keeps it. <laughs> no offense. No, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny whenever he's like forcing Ryan to like sit on his lap. He's like, I need this. I need this. this." (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but yeah, the big thing for me, like 12 drummers drumming was like iconic. Yeah. Like it was cool that they did that, you know, because that probably cost him a lot of money. Get these guys to come out and drum, you know, but it was like worth it. We're going to do this for the shot. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Okay, next one. Okay, next one is Moroccan Christmas. Okay. Where, yeah, Phyllis is the head of the party planning committee because she has dirt on Angela. The fact yeah. that Angela is kind of uh, sleeping around with Dwight, even though she's engaged to Andy. And uh, Meredith gets very inebriated and sets her hair on fire, doesn't she? That's correct. Uh, and so they have an intervention for her. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Phyllis does out Angela. Yeah. Um, and he say, calls her bluff. Yeah calls her bluff so uh this was my fourth best okay this was six for me really yeah tell me about it it was most of the overall tones in this episode were just like sad or upsetting okay uh just like all all the subplots of this episode you know it was like um it's very dark i mean yeah they're having to have an intervention because one of their employees is an alcoholic right she is completely like ignorant to the fact that she is an alcoholic doesn't want to hear anyone out um, doesn't want to go to rehab, even though Michael drags her in. And that part's hilarious. I have a deposit. I have a uh, deposit. <clears throat> um, Phyllis is just like so bossy and mean to Angela the whole time. And then you do find out, uh, well, everyone but Andy finds out he's being cheated on. He walks in the room, none the wiser, playing that stupid instrument, <laughs> the crowd. The sitar. <laughs> yeah. And you just feel bad for him. Yeah, he's like, ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I feel really bad for Andy at the end. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of just like a sad episode. It was still funny, but, you know, when you compare them, it was just way sadder. Than I most. understand. Like, like there was very few people that were having fun in that episode. Yeah. That makes Michael sense. Michael being a bartender was funny. I really, I really like that. <laughs> I called it one of everything. Or uh, what is he? Orange he calls, juice, or yeah. orange vodka. <laughs> orange. Wow. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it's not the greatest for me either, but I think there was a lot of strong... Um, roles for like supporting people and supporting cast and that like Meredith, Phyllis and Angela all had like big roles. Yeah, they were the big, big which, players, which were kind of like, that was kind of a defining thing. I think potentially my um, favorite line of this one was uh, during the circle talking and they get so off track, you know, at one point, yeah, you, you find out that Michael's reading from like the Mormon church, like intervention <laughs> yeah. thing. Have you ever Where'd heard you any influence of alcohol? Yeah. Question the teaching of the Mormon church. And then they're like, <laughs> Jim and Dwight, I love the back and forth of, uh, now I don't remember what they're talking about. Dwight's talking about a fire. Jim's like, well, you need a permit for that. Uh, and that'll take several days. And then my favorite line is Creed. 
uh, is I can get you one in an hour. <laughs> that just comes out of nowhere. I think it's so funny. And then the deleted scenes, they get off track even more. And it's okay. really funny. They, yeah. I mean, they just keep not talking. Do you talking. think they were just improvising it the whole time? I think maybe so. They were just the furthest thing from Meredith's alcohol addiction and just keep talking <laughs> about the most random stuff. It's pretty funny. In that same conversation, Michael says, what's going to happen if you come? He says, I'm like, if you come to work and you're dead. Or something like that. And, and go, that. That's my favorite line in the whole thing. He goes, I'll stab her in the head with a wooden <laughs> stick. <laughs> like zombies can come in many forms. Stab her in the brain, I think. The something like that. Um, I also just remembered to delete the scene. This is like pretty sad. So yeah, it's Moroccan Christmas. They're all supposed to take off their shoes. It's The deleted scene is Toby coming in to the main area of the office. And Phyllis is like, take off your shoes. He's like, do we have to? And she's like, it's Moroccan Christmas. You can tell he doesn't want to. He finally takes him off. And you see just, he has these giant just like holes in his socks. <laughs> it just makes him look really like poor and trashy. And he's obviously very Tobes. embarrassed about the holes in his socks. And so I'm glad they left it out. The, and like, yeah, sad. he's not going to expect to take his shoes off at work. Yeah. Um, another couple of things that I think I really liked about this episode was a great prank where uh, Jim wraps Dwight's desk, but it's not really there. And so he goes to sit down. A little bit less than that. Yeah. (laughs) He goes to sit down on his chair and just falls over. Like, like that slapstick, like physical humor is funny to me. Um, when it's kind of situational humor. Right. Um, (laughs) and then also, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, we we, you you put this on our Instagram story the other day, Ghostwriters Podcast. Um, but Andy's kind of brag bragamony, brag testimony. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, where he's like, Used to have, like they would they would kick me out if I let it affect my grades, but got straight B's. They called me Buzz, you know, polish yeah. off people's empties, <laughs> you know, whatever. He would say all these different random things, and I think that was that's a great little monologue. So some of the things I really liked about that were were there. So okay, only two left, and we both have our our one and two left. So that's cool that we yeah we're we, on the same page. Yeah, we're on the same page, which, which is awesome. Yeah, you would be crazy not to be. That was yeah. Uh, okay, so next one, Benny Hanna Christmas. A double feature, um, two two parter. Um, basically, Michael uh, breaks up with his girlfriend Karen. Karen? Carol? Carol breaks Carol, up. Carol. 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 Yeah, Michael. After yeah, he he's broken up with. Correct. In the skiing picture, <laughs> which is just amazing. Because yeah. it's like so unbelievable, but then like, like Michael Michael's character though. is written so well that it's like it's just barely believable, <laughs> and so it's just hilarious. Um, and so he gets really upset, so they go to this Benihana restaurant and he brings back these two Asian waitresses with him and kind of goes, they have a little office Christmas party. Um, Oh, Jim or Karen and Pam have their own office Christmas party that like competes with Angela's. Yeah. Yeah. That is fun. Um, so anyway, what's this one for you? Number two. Me too, dude. Okay. Okay. On your feet, on your feet back there. (laughs) Get up. So we're the same (laughs) four out of the seven. We ranked the exact same. That's awesome. That's show good. me, show me two other podcasters out there coming in blind, ranking the office episodes. I, I guarantee you, the Wheat Boys, you know, yeah, of Western Kansas aren't doing the that. Sexy Wheat Boys, no chance. <laughs> the Sweet Boys, the Sexy Wheat, Sweet Boys. <laughs> oh shoot, he, they're farming and they grow it. Nice. Yeah, I think my favorite line of this one was, "You're telling me Stevie Wonder can't love his wife just because he's not sure what she looks like." <laughs> after Michael is being uh, questioned for marking his girlfriend. <laughs> That is good. I I love the I love a lot of parts about this, but what he's talking about, like she's your hoe no mo. I think that yeah. that's a really good line. Or when he's like, I knew within the first, or he's like, you know, they say uh, you can know within the first twenty four hours. I knew within the first twenty four minutes of the second day that I <laughs> <Yeah>. met you, <laughs> something like that. 
Um, the whole exchange between Dwight not being able to hear them. What? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Catherine loves that part. Yeah, I think that's like, funny. Like the part or the uh, the scene, like kind of in, in that, the, the monologue between Dwight and the Benihana chef where he's like, uh, what kind of knife are you using? Are you using a Nakiri or something like that? And he's uh, like, Suba. No, actually it's Soba. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but you wish he had a Nakiri. And he's like, go back and forth. And Actually, Suba is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. No, no, no. I think Nakiri's better. And then this woman, this random woman sitting next to Dwight because he's not sitting next to everybody else goes, I think he would know. <laughs> and Catherine always thinks that part is so funny. I never thought of that as being that funny. I'm I didn't more, either until yeah. you watch. But it's kind of funny. Like when you watch it with somebody else and they find things funny, yeah, it's like, that helps. okay, that is funny. I so. loved uh, what's happening. She's asleep. <laughs> Narcolepsy. Mm, narcolepsy. <laughs> yeah. And then later, oh, she's trying to describe how to... <laughs> Uh, got a goose or oh, yeah, whatever. Totally Something about the innards. It. Yeah. I mean, lots of blood and innards. I want to get a bucket. <laughs> oh, yeah, shoot. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that, this is like still when Andy is really, really vying and battling like Dwight for Michael's affection. And so he's like, we got to take her, take him to Benihana, you know, all this stuff. He's being such a suck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's all around great episode. I mean, it's the, classic. The mark in the arm is iconic. Everyone knows that. Right. That's so funny. And then Jim and Michael's moment at the end is really cool too. It's kind of a real moment. Jim exactly. starts to poke fun of Michael a little bit. And he's like, stop, you're making fun of me. Jim acknowledges it. He's like, you're right. But then they still laugh. And but you, are, are but he's like, yeah, but you rebounds are fun. But, you know, at the end never, of the day. Yeah, you're still wishing you had the person you wanted. And it's this allegory for Jim and Pam. Yeah, so it's like, okay, Jim's still, he's not he's not content with Karen, which who would be? <laughs> I mean, have you even seen Pam or Karen from behind? <laughs> Karen from behind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so the number one episode for both of us was the original Yankee Christmas swap. party. Yankee Swap! Well, I call it fun! <laughs> it's just, I love this one so much because it's what, like season two, I think? It is season you're two. You're still very much getting to know these characters. I feel like you really get to know like Creed and Meredith. And Correct. It's like a coming out party in a way for right. these different characters. Totally. It's so fun. Oh, yeah. You I, find out, whoa, Creed is weird. He's very weird. You're, like, yeah. It's hard when you're finding out. Meredith takes her top off, which is like... <laughs> I remember that like being time. so uncomfortable watching that part. But which, now it's like, oh, that's part of who she is. Right. That definitely like helped define the rest of her role. You meet Bob Vance and that's when he does the Bob Vance. Yes. Refrigeration. Which what I think of- is the greatest marketing ploy of all time. Because I think he did that specifically whenever he was on camera for like whenever he knew he was getting filmed for The Office. Every single time he would say something Bob Wait, Vance. Like I think, I don't think he introduces himself to some random guy in a restaurant whenever the cameras aren't recording and says, Hey, I'm Bob Vance, Vance refrigeration. I think he only did that when the cameras were rolling. Oh, I see. Like for the his, documentary his character did that. Okay, oh yeah. Gotcha, correct. Gotcha. Correct. Yeah. It's like he owns an actual business. No, Wait, no, no, I, no, I no, no, no. Sorry. Lost there. Like in, in fake life. I think that was hilarious. Yeah. That he did that. You also get to know Packer a little bit. Yeah. He's in that episode. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, everyone's, everyone's there. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, moments between Jim and Pam are great in that episode. That was like the first time you really think like, okay, this could actually come to something, like become something like this love triangle thing. Because like, it was like, okay, Jim obviously likes Pam, but he's not going to do anything about it because Pam's engaged. But teapot. He's, he's going for it. Yeah. Um, then you find that, yeah, that note. Right. What did he say in the note? Yeah. This was like one of the episodes I remember actually buying on iTunes for like, you know, four ninety nine or whatever it was at the time, three ninety nine, and watching on my video iPod that wow. I had. It was like right when I first learned how to drive. I was like 16 years old. And I remember watching this. Um, I, I went to go get pizza for my family or something. And I, I don't know why, but I was like waiting in the parking lot watching this. TV show. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. And then they get a video iPod. Yes. Which I think is also hilarious. I want to talk about this a little bit. 
the video iPod thing. Like it's, it's so funny how coveted that was. I guess it would be like around 2006, you know, so 13 years later, it's like iPods. Do they even make iPods anymore? I don't know. Maybe, but it's like no one wants like, unless you're, it happens so fast, unless you're 12 or under, you don't need an iPod. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. So it's like what today is going to be in 13, 15 years, whatever, just so obsolete that it's like laughable. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like is in, I don't know. I, uh, I hope it's like a phone charger or something cool like that. Sure. It's hard to understand or comprehend how that could be, but I hope in 10 years we laugh that we used to have to charge our stuff. Or like phone cases even. Like, oh, we laughed that we had to have yeah. cases on our phone. That's probably more likely. Because it's like so indestructible now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's more of a fashion thing. I don't know. Or like AirPods. Like, well, no, that, you're always going to have AirPods. <laughs> you're always going to have some kind of headphones. Uh, cutting edge. Uh, I don't my, know. My favorite line in this episode was when Michael uh, convinced that he uses and he ex- explains reverse psychology. You know, he gets the <laughs> oven mitt stolen from him. And just the line is just one word. Sucker! <laughs> <laughs> it gets stolen from him. It's so good. Oh, man. This is like not really a line, but one of my favorite like little subtle things. First of all, they do a lot of little subtle things like transitioning from scene to scene, which I wish they would have continued to do. Like whenever... Dwight's like, whenever I think it's Oscar and Kevin are trying to lift this uh, desk and he move it, pushes him into the wall. He's like, "Do you have a hand truck?" And he, or you, should, you guys should use a hand truck. And my, Kevin's <laughs> oh, yeah. like, "Do you have one?" No. And that's like the end of the scene. That's it. <laughs> and then uh, Angela is trying to like fold out this tablecloth on the the conference room table for the party, and she's struggling, and she just goes like to Pam, she just goes, "Will you help me, please?" Or something like that. And that's <laughs> the end of the scene. Uh, like I wish they had more like random things like that. But yeah, um, great character development from the get-go like kind of showing you who these people are right right creed's gift is just an old shirt he found in his closet right angela's very tightly wound but also weirdly likes these things about babies um <laughs> but my favorite like little subtle thing they do is dwight wearing those elf ears he's like michael i would like to be the elf yeah he's like, that, that makes, makes sense because <laughs> he has elfish features and then dwight like the, the this comedy is like i don't know not so advanced but like the comedy of it seems like it's like very calculated like he starts having this little monologue dwight does but you can't see him yet, even though you know he's about to like, like they, they were just talking about his elfish features and he starts talking and then they show him with these elf ears. And yes. I think it's just so funny. Like, it's just like, it's just perfect timing how they don't just like pan to him right away having these It elf gets ears. revealed. Right. Like a sentence or two deep. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, that's such a little thing that I think makes it so much funnier. Um, that's so. great. You're good at like picking up on little things like that in the office. Because that's what I think. Like I enjoy those little subtle things that are like, yeah, they, cause they, you know that those people work very, very hard on every single second of that show to add those little things in there. Right. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, that stuff's not just on accident. Like that's very intentional. So, um, yeah, I remember whenever the guy, Michael's at the liquor store and he's like, is this enough to get, you know, 20 people drunk? He's like 15 bottles of vodka. Yeah, that should do it. I remember at the time, like being so ignorant. I, I don't know. That. Like I was like, yeah, that's I, an honest me question. Too. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that, how much that is. <laughs> Turns um, out, <laughs> it's a lot. That'll do. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have. I just think I I went homemade for my Secret Santa this year um, with somebody, and that was kind of fun for for our friend Peter. But I wonder if in his head he was like, man, I wish I would have gotten you know that candle over there because I I made him a nightstand. Or maybe he wanted like AirPods. He wanted you to go over the limit and get him something like on the cutting Somebody edge went of really, technology. Yeah. Somebody went really overboard. With the Christmas spirit this year. I love you this many dollars me. worth. 
Anyway. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that, uh, you know, kind of our second episode we've done here after 32 of them of kind of ranking office episodes and talking about them. So yeah, I'm sure let us know with a five-star review. Absolutely. I'm sure what? there's people that we, we forgot about, things that we forgot about, disagreements. Please let us know. Um, it's fun that we didn't really disagree that much with each other too much. Yeah, it is great. Um, that's nice. I'm glad we're on the same page about that. It is nice. That, that's like one of my anxieties late at night. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> I still want to disagree with Jake this week. Yeah. <laughs> but Brad, something I'm not anxious about uh-huh. is using um, state-of-the-art companies for my digital marketing needs. Really? Yeah, I'm not anxious at all about it. Why is that? And Because I, <laughs> I have a personal relationship with an employee who works at this company called Digital Resource. Digital resource. That was pretty. Yeah, it was. It was. I didn't know where it was going. If you guys don't know, if you haven't been paying attention, digital resource. You've been living under a rock. Yeah, digital resource is a sponsor of this show. Long time, five episode deep sponsor of this show. Let's go. They love us. We love them, and they're based down in West Palm Beach, Florida, and they do it all when it comes to digital marketing. Baby. That's right. Doesn't matter if you're a small business owner or on the other end of things or building out maybe franchise locations nationwide. Digital resource can assist you with connecting with potential business, growing your online presence and converting leads into real revenue. There's a link in our description to check them out. It says, hey, Ghost Runners listener. And it's just a free quote. You put in a few a few pieces of information about your business and they can tell you what they can do for you. They do SEO, they do website design, they do, um, they, they can do so many different things for you. They work directly with Facebook and Google to ensure clients are reaching their target audience, getting the best return on investments possible. Yeah, the old B-R-O-I-P <laughs> yes. or the Broip. The Broips, as we've mentioned, we are big on the Broips here. This is a pro-Broip <laughs> podcast. Well, yeah, you're Broip, you're Broip, your choice. <laughs> toy Broip, Toy Broip, Toy Broip, Toy Broip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, guys, do us a favor and, and check them out. Digital resource. Link is in the description to check them out for all your digital marketing needs. Seriously, do us a favor and check them out. That'd be awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah. Next up, let's do some voice memos. We got quite a few this week and I have not screened them. So let's just see awesome. what they are. Can you remind people real quick? Because I don't know if I could explain it very well. How do we access or how do we do voice memos like how do people post them to us yeah that's a good point uh there's a link in our description of this episode and just follow that and i think you have to like enter in your email or something you don't have to like log into any kind of app or something but i think it does ask for your name and email okay and then you just use your phone right then and there do it from your phone and it has to be under 60 seconds and it'll get sent to us that's that's a big thing because i know a lot of people have been like i've gotten cut off a few times yeah uh so that's a good good uh good yeah send us them we love them Hey, Jake and Brad. This is JC from Atlanta. I am a second grade teacher and I just convinced my class a couple weeks ago that I was a mermaid and it got me wondering, is there anything your parents tricked you with growing up or Brad as a father? Is there something you aspire to trick Hattie into or I don't know, just to be a little ornery? Did your parents ever trick you? That's funny. It reminds me of a uh... Parks and Rec, whenever she says ornery, uh, Ann Perkins goes, uh, old people can be pretty ornery. And Andy <laughs> goes, I think it's pronounced horny. Uh, <laughs> that is funny. Anything ornery that your parents did. Can you think of anything off the top of your head? I could not. The first thing I thought of <clears throat> when she was saying like making stuff up at camp, that was a pretty normal thing just to make stuff up to your counselors. 
or sorry, to the to campers. Yeah, yeah, you say anything and they believe you. That's so funny because we were like taught very strictly, do not lie to them. Oh, really? Because there were some stories, one of them being from my friend Cookie back before I worked there, that he said he convinced all his kids that he was a professional wrestler. <laughs> so, I love that. And, and like we, we had little seven to 11 year old kids. So they believed everything. And we had middle very schoolers. Innocently. So right. yeah, maybe it's a little different. Uh, and so this kid like went home. He's, she's like, mom, no, he said he was a professional wrestler for WWE, <laughs> uh, you know, looked on there and stuff. So we were like strictly like, do not lie to them about stuff like that. Unless oh, wow. you're like being a like ridiculous character or something, but you can't just like say, you know, these crazy things. Yeah. That was never mentioned once. <laughs> like, Hey, let's try to limit the right. lying. You know, it's fun. Like they never did that. It was just, it was like a deeper thing of like, Hey, it, it hurts your trust with them. Stuff like that. Gotcha. So, yeah, I don't think I ever took it that far. I would just, you know, I would tell him anything. You know, it was meant more so like, are you and Kevin brothers? You guys look like brothers. We're twins. You know, just like adding on to something they probably already believe. Okay, yeah. And stuff like that. But anyway, back to the question. I don't, I, I really can't remember my parents tricking me about anything. I don't really remember either. I remember, well, I mean, I guess, Santa Claus. Sorry, well, I, I remember for the maybe, first. Hey, we got kids listening. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, St. Nicholas, that code? Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, I remember one time when I was like six, we were watching like Superman on TV, like the Superman TV show with Dean Cain and this like ribbon, you know, banner or whatever on the bottom said, uh, Santa Claus has been spotted flying, you know, five miles away from you. So you guys need to go to bed. And my parents, they were all about it. Like, Hey, go to bed. Hey, hey. <laughs> you don't want to be here when he gets here, do you? Yeah. So beyond that. And that, that's one of those things that I think we're going to definitely talk like, Oh, look what Santa brought you, Hattie. But we're not going to like. Do like the elf on the shelf, like the elf can watch you. Have you heard about that? And yeah, stuff? God's magic. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about God's magic too much. So I did think of one thing. I guess technically it was kind of them tricking me. My parents for like probably like 16, 17 years, like tricked me into believing that they were my real parents. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. Like, like they, they like my dad, my dad got facial reconstruction surgery because <laughs> he looks like very similar to me. It was very impressive the links they went to <laughs> to to make it seem like I wasn't adopted. Like you should have seen like they have these birth reports. Um, they have a video actually of me uh, <laughs> and my mom. You know, on, on my on my first birthday. Um, That's know. a joke. I'm not adopted. And if you are, hey, leave a five star review and tell us how it's affected your life. <laughs> <laughs> we would really appreciate that. Uh, but thank you for the question, Jay. JC, Jay. Jay something from Atlanta. Jace. May, may, may Mary? I, I'm going to go with JC. I think it was JC. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next one. Hi, Jake and Brad. This is Sarah from North Carolina, but I'm actually in Texas right now recording some interviews for a podcast for work. Um, and I was just wondering what you guys have learned over this more than 30 episodes of podcasting. What has been your favorite part? What's something that you've just learned about podcasting through this experience? Um, thank you guys so much for your show. It's been so fun to listen to each Monday morning at work. It makes me excited. Um, sit in my cubicle all day. Um, so thanks guys. That was an awesome voice memo. Introduce yourself. Where she's from. She talked really fast. She asked a good question and then she was out of there. She's gone. She's done. That, Sarah, that was a voice memo of the week was that one. That was awesome. That was a great, great structure, great format, great speed. <laughs> you go first. I haven't thought about the question at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I, I have a few thoughts. Okay. One of them I think is like a small thing that we changed is recording out here versus recording in the basement yeah. has made a difference for our energy levels. I think. Yeah. Because before, I think I was nervous, like, Catherine's going to hear us and just be like, what the world are those guys doing when down there? When people tell me, like, this has happened multiple times just in the past two weeks, like, oh, I've been loving your podcast. And I'll be like, that's so cool that you listened to it. Like, what episode are you on? I've only listened to the first six. I'm like, oh, those suck. <laughs> Don't listen to those. Just you wait. We were, like, whispering for the first, like, 15 episodes. <laughs> we're just talking in normal voices. Yeah, so 
podcast tip, get to a place where you have the freedom to be as energetic as yeah, you are. Explore the room. Of. Explore the room. Yeah, yeah. Get to know the space. Um, That's a good one, Brad. Keep going. I think it was nice to start having a little bit of a structure as well. That was a good thing. Like we definitely, <laughs> we're not like super structured yeah, in our podcast. By no means are we structured. But we go into it like, okay, I guess we can do blanks of the week and voice. Like we have a little bit of like segments, quote unquote. And like, I remember my first episode where I was like, this is, I think pretty good is like uh, the one where we did like the categories kind of thing where we had a game basically that was like structured yeah. and planned out for more than, you know, two seconds beforehand. Yeah. Um, definitely like we, we like, we love uh, improvising and being goofy and stuff, but it's nice to have a little bit of something to fall back on as well. So yeah. that, that's another thing that I think we learned that was effective for us. Right. Yeah, no, those are awesome. You're, you're nailing this. Um, really plug that you want reviews. Cause then you can get number one in Thailand, uh, <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh, so uh, say uh, we're to done the, to the Taiwanese out there. I am sorry on behalf of Brad. Say it in Taiwanese, please. Uh, it, no, that's, there's no way to do that. Not offensive. <laughs> I almost went for it. I, I made one noise. Um, and yeah. I learn how to, that. learn how to censor yourself every once in a while. <laughs> I almost did. Uh, yeah, those are all good. I don't even know. There's a lot I could say, I guess, especially on the back end of like podcasting and learning about, um, I guess, like growing one or marketing one. Uh, oh, here's something I, just, I thought I had this week. Good idea, bad idea, Brad. Okay. Making, like creating like in Photoshop, basically fake headlines about our podcast to try and pass <laughs> around to people and like passing them off as real headlines. Great like, idea. And all of our listeners would be in on it. They would sure. know that it's a fake headline. Yeah. But we would like put it on Facebook for our friends to see, put it on Twitter, put it on yes. Instagram. Like, whoa, you know, yeah. some maybe not like the New York times or something where they could research it, but something that looks legit. It would have to have some kind of title that like gives a lot of legitimacy. Like I want the purpose of this to be like, Oh, wow. I've been seeing Jake, you know, be so annoying about this for the last <laughs> seven months. Now I'm finally going to listen to it. Seven months. Have we been doing that long? I don't know. That is, that would be a fun idea. I like it. I'm not a Photoshop guy though. So if anybody knows how to do it out there, yeah, I don't know what that headline would be, but just something like new Ghost Runners. Yeah, I don't even know what it'd be. I'm not going to try to come up I with used it now. To, yeah, in college, I used to like, anytime I would do like a party invite or something, you remember like Facebook? Well, I guess they still do yeah. Facebook events. But like that's how you always invited people. In the description, I would always do a random like fake quote and I would tag it as Pope John Paul II. Mm -hmm. Like this is the greatest party I've ever literally ever been to. Yeah. Pope John Paul II. And then one time, one of my friends who was Catholic was like, dude, you got to stop doing that. That's like really <laughs> offensive. And I was dude, like, oh, come stop. on. Like, that's really funny. So I love the idea of fake headlines. That's um, okay. Yeah. Something to think of. Great um, idea. Um, so, I feel like I should give some answer because I just, I haven't given any answer to this so far. Uh, I'll, I'll do another one. Okay. If, if you're, if you're still thinking, don't, don't think, don't think about me though. Just, okay. um, I remember one of our first episodes, one of our friends, Clayton was like, honestly, it's just not very funny. And on one hand I was like, a little bit hurt by that, obviously. <laughs> like, okay, dude, thank you. But I think he was like, I know you guys are funny, but these, this podcast is not that funny. But at the same time, like, I think it is good for us to like remember like just to be ourselves and just to hope that funny things happen every once in a while rather than being like, hey, let's be really, really funny right now. Kind of yeah. Because I think that is when it becomes less enjoyable for people when they don't think that we're being real. Yeah. And that's why I think like, so that's, that's a, the micro or the, the macro version is like, just be real and be yourself and just do whatever you enjoy doing. And hopefully it'll translate to other people. Cause it's not going to be nearly as enjoyable to listen to if it's somebody trying to do something that is not true to them or yeah. whatever. So, um, that's another part that I would say. That was great. That, and it gave me two things real quick. One, that reminds me, we had a conversation probably after like episode three or four. And I was like, cause we would be like, 
okay, we just did a podcast. Like, what was that good? I have no idea what we just did. <laughs> you would always be done. Like, we'd get done with them and you'd be like, dude, that was great. Thank you. That was awesome. And I would always be like, I don't know if it was that good. <laughs> I'm always more critical, I think. But yeah, but I remember coming to you and I was like, hey, I had a thought this week. Like, so many people are listening to sermons, they're listening to NPR, they're listening to like this for a lot of people could be their one lighthearted podcast. So let's not be too critical of like anything that's like laugh out loud, funny or whatever. Right. Like this is just like mindless for a lot of people. And as long as we're just like, yeah, being ourselves and having fun, like that is enjoyable. For yeah. People. I remember you telling me like, it doesn't have to be funny 24 seven. Like it just, yeah. Like podcasts are long. Like people listen to long podcasts all the time. So I'm, cause I was a new podcast guy. Yeah. You hadn't even ever listened to a podcast before you started <laughs> one. <laughs> here we are now. Here we are, baby. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Okay, thank, thank you for the question. Yeah, that was a really great question. Sarah, thank you. Hey, Jake and Brad. It's Hallie from Madison again. In last week's episode, Jake left me a voice memo in regards to my headlamp situation on the podcast, and I thought it'd be fun to respond. Here's Jake's message. Oh, sorry. Hey, this is Jake, um, first-time caller from Kansas City, Missouri. You, do you like walking in the dark with a headlamp? Tell me more about that. Well, thanks for your voice memo, Jake. It's always good to hear from first-time callers. So in answer to your question, I do love walking in the dark with my headlamp. I have lived in Wisconsin for a long, long time, and it gets dark here. But I finally bought a headlamp this fall, and I love it. You know how sometimes there's something really small and insignificant, but when you finally have it, it just makes your life so much better. You kind of wonder how you ever lived without it. That is how I feel about this goofy headlamp. Highly recommend it for any early morning or late night walkers out there. It is awesome. Thanks for taking my call last week, guys. Leave a voice memo for me anytime and I will gladly respond. Love it. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That was great. Included my own voice in her voice memo. <laughs> that was really great. Inception. That's great. I'm um, so happy for you and your headlamp. I'm glad you found that little trinket that brings you joy. That's my favorite like gift. Like the criteria for a gift is like, as long as it's like a small, like I, I want like a small thing that is like the most luxurious version of that small thing. <laughs> like I want to get you a really, really nice, yeah, flashlight. Or like a really sturdy head scratcher. Yes, oh, totally. Seriously though. Carbon fiber head uh, scratcher. You know, like, wow, I didn't realize that I needed this nice of a pencil until you got me this <laughs> and I will never go back to another, you know, I'm, I'm going Pilot G2 every time, you know, for pens now, you know, stuff yeah. like that where it's like, because usually like when I give gifts or like my family asks for gift ideas, it's like a $20 kind of more or less limit. And so I can't be like, oh, I want AirPods, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, I, I love, love that. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's I, have, great. I have a really nice headlamp that I won at last year's Secret Santa. Um, and I don't use it very often, but when I do, it's like, this is so nice to have. I can see so much better than when I had this off. <laughs> But you can't, you can't ever like look left and right if you're, you know, in the morning or at night in the dark, because then you might like look into somebody's, like imagine you're like sleeping and you see this like flashlight just go into your room, mm. you know, and this woman's just like casually kind of looking around trying to, oh, look at the architecture on that house. Nope. She's just peeping, peeping Terry. Right. I am so lost with, what okay. is this scenario? Why are, why are there multiple my, my, people that you could be looking at while they're sleeping? Okay. You're and walking what, down the street. The street? Oh, wait. You're walking down the street. about you at Christmas. Now we're talking about this girl. Oh, I'm so sorry. Whoa. I'm just, I'm just saying in general, headlamps are great for walking. Like she says, uh, yes. you know, so she says, but if she ever wants to look left and right, she better be careful because now she's in the windows. Exactly. I'm That's, with you now. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. With you. Okay. 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 Great. Thanks for the voice memo times two. Hey, what's up, Jake and Brad? This is Braden from Atlanta, Georgia. 
Um, so I have a couple questions. First, um, I'd love to hear a little debate um, from you guys about which um, artist is better. So the group The Beatles versus um, Justin Bieber. Obviously, The Beatles are better, but I do know that Jake likes um, Justin Bieber a lot better. So I was just wondering um, if I could hear a little debate on that. Also, um, second question. I am a Patriots fan, and we all kind of know that they're going downhill a little bit, uh, much to my dismay. And um, so since you guys are KC fans, I was just wondering what your pitch would be to somebody like me that might be looking to change up teams. Um, so anyway, um, thanks so much for doing the podcast. Keep it up, and check out my music history podcast, Tune Break. See ya. Okay, first of all, you can't plug your own podcast in the voice memo. People pay for that privilege. Seriously. Like Creed, yeah. I have paid dearly. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm a pretty normal guy. <laughs> I do one weird thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, appreciate the voice memo, but, you know, it's not the place to plug your stuff. Seriously, like EllisCustomCreations.com <laughs> is where you look at, uh, you know, custom-made furniture for anybody within the Midwest. Not on the Ghost Runners podcast <laughs> okay, or anyway. Ghost Runners podcast Instagram account. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, back to the content of his uh, voice memo. Brad, I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, so the <laughs> idea of the Beatles versus Justin Bieber is ridiculous. I say this to people a lot. Like there was a big argument if Kansas city or Wichita was better in college because there are people from both at K state. And I said, uh, it's like, that, that's like saying is New York city or Kansas city better. Like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like I understand that they're both, they both have their qualities, but Kansas city is not better than New York city. Okay. Justin Bieber is not even close to being as good as the Beatles. Justin, Justin freaking Bieber would not even be here without the Beatles. The Beatles are, why music is the way it is today in so many ways, in so many ways, even like hip hop has origins within some things that the Beatles have done. So just, just get that out of here. And then Brayden, Oh, you are not bringing your Patriots crap into my chief's kingdom. Now that we are good, you can't, you can't dominate for 20 years. And then right when we get the golden child of the NFL, be like, hey, man, actually, I kind of want to be a Chase <laughs> fan all of a sudden. Okay? Like, not very many things get me fired up, but that is like the most like, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Just just stay where you are. I hope you're at least from New England. Did he say? Oh, so that's the thing. He says he's in Atlanta. So it already seems oh like a- Oh, my gosh. <laughs> already seems like a Fairweather fan in Atlanta. You know, I was a, I was a Falcons fan that first half and then uh, just became a huge Tom Brady fan for the rest of my life. Uh, but he's kind of going downhill. So can you please let me on your bandwagon? No! It's pretty, Get out of here! It's pretty convenient the first time a team has beat the New England Patriots at home in December. <laughs> he wants to switch- fandom to the team that right. beat them right. the week afterwards. Give me, oh boy, Brayden. What a quinky dink that is. Hey, my name's Brayden and my Spotify wrapped was Justin Bieber, <laughs> Selena Gomez, Ariana freaking Grande, uh, what else? Sean Mendes and uh, who else is? Uh, Dr Drake. Dr what is it? Drake. Drake. Is that good? Did I do it? Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to get me fired up? I'll get fired up, huh? He, Go ahead. Defame I mean, the Beatles again and then and then come back by saying you want to be part of my Chiefs Kingdom. 
Oh man, he packed a lot of fire in 60 seconds. Brayden, how did you do it? 52 seconds. I, that could be a challenge. Hey, voice memo challenge this week. Try to <laughs> trigger me. Try to get Brad more fired up than that in, in one voice memo. I don't think it. I don't think it's possible. Like normally, I'm a pretty nice guy. <laughs> I just. I hope he was joking about most of that. I think he was probably joking about the Beatles and Justin Bieber thing. He did think, say he thinks the Beatles are better. He did. Yes. I think oh, he, yeah, did he did say, say that. that. So he's got a little bit of sense in him. But I think he might le- legitimately have expected us to convince him to be a Chiefs fan. And we just said, get out of here. <laughs> Please do not be a Chiefs fan. Oh, my gosh. That is convenient of him to want to switch teams the week after we beat him. Golly, we have a friend who uh, you watched a Chiefs playoff game with. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, it was like a demoralizing loss to the Patriots. Was it the Patriots or was it the Steelers? I don't remember. Um do you remember that? Go it, was, on. it wasn't the team. No, okay. uh, it, but it was like a demoralizing loss. And you had a big party and it ended up being like two guys and like all these girls. Right. Um, and at the end of it, whenever everyone's like super this is the sad. the same night as Hungry Luke or Hungry oh, it Connor. Is? Okay. Yeah, so maybe the there were night. more. Okay. So at least there were three guys there. It was a Chiefs, um, Chiefs game. Correct. Correct. It was oh, okay. the Chiefs versus the Steelers, I think. Or yeah. Chiefs versus Patriots, something like that. But the Chiefs had really high hopes that year. Chiefs lost. Jake was super sad. It was a playoff game. You know, lifelong Chiefs fan. And this girl, right as the game got over, just goes, and that's why I'm a Broncos fan. The worst thing she could have said. (laughs) Oh, if I would have been there. (laughs) Oh, hey, mom. Pick me up from this party. (laughs) You know what? Pick me up from jail because I'm going to kill this woman. (laughs) Bring an extra Capri Sun. I'm thirsty. (laughs) From all this yelling. Golly! That same girl, I didn't uh, bring this up. She's a huge Chiefs fan now! Yeah. Oh, she's tailgating. She's got the hoodies. (laughs) Uh, She switched over. Triggered. Triggered, triggered. This this same girl about two weeks ago, this is the same uh, day of football playing when I had the mud knee incident. Mm. So that day of football... Um, she, oh, Brad's choking on some ice. I'm going to keep talking. He's fine. That same day of football. Just yagging on a bone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that is a great reference to, was that Vegas vacation? Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Tis the season. Just yakking on a bone. Oh man, my dad says that all the time. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so. The same girl at the football thing. Oh yeah, okay. So we, granted, we'd already been playing football for two hours. The sun is kind of setting. Like, we're not going to be playing for that much longer. But then this girl and her compadres. We'll uh, call her Taylor. <laughs> we'll call Taylor and her friends. Taylor and her, yeah. Walk onto the football field. And there were some mutual friends involved. They were, they were all kind of go to the same church. They all knew each other. I didn't know sure. much of them. We'll call the church Life Church. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not the church, but we'll call it that. Um, they walk on the field and say, hey, can we play? And it truly was like, you know what? That's fine. We're pretty much done. We're kind of in the middle of a game, but that's fine. We're not going to say no. You're here. You're our friends. Sure, you can play football with us. So one kind of audacious, audacious of them. Audacious. Audacious. Autistic? (laughs) Is that? Uh, Artistic. 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 Artitious. They were that. By coming onto the football field in the first place, you know, I think, you know, good for them. Bold of them to come into the... You know, sure. the man's world in the football field and say, we want to play. arena, yeah. And then it takes us about 30 minutes to decide teams and how we're going to do this. We finally <laughs> get playing. The two girls lined up at receiver next to me. We're about to hike it. Okay, so do we just 
We just go out and then we'll we'll catch it. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. So you walked onto this football field not knowing what sport we're playing. That became and it didn't annoy me. It was just like the boldness. Now, do I need a glove? Now, who who's, who's first base? Yeah. Now, who's who's on first? <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things like, wow, that was really bold of you guys. Like, you don't even know what sport was going on. You're like, count me in. Count all six of us in. Restructure the game and the entire teams. And while you're at it, teach me the fundamentals. Let's be honest. They want your chili. Oh. They, they want you. They want, they, want, they want whatever you're selling. Yeah. Okay? They want to like, catch my passes. They do. They want to get uh, in the end zone with you. <laughs> I wish I didn't say that. That's too much. That's too too far. Uh, they want to get... Um, they want to touch my pylon. <laughs> they want to they get flagged for holding. <laughs> uh, yeah. They... Oh, yeah. Um, Shoot, I leaked, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, where's the line? I don't know. Oh, I don't boy. know where the line is. They want to get film on you. <laughs> they want to go down and out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't think about it. You just said oh, it. That's shoot. okay. Um, Illegal hands to the face, maybe? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, wow. that's Well, funny. I'm glad I, I almost didn't tell that story. I'm glad I did. How did we, oh, we got here for Braden. Shout out Braden for getting us here. Braden, man. Hey, all love, Braden. Oh, my gosh. You're a ghoster, and that's all that matters, brother. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're just giving you a hard time. Reckham Tech. But, no, not Reckham Tech. What do they say for? Go Georgia Tech. Go Dogs. Oh. No. Yeah, Atlanta. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tech guy. Uh, sting them. Sting them, Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Sting them good. Yeah. That's right. Okay, let's we keep ready? going, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Good luck topping that. <laughs> uh, hey, Jake and Brad. Uh, my name's Caden. I'm from Utah, and I love your podcast. I've been listening for about a month, and it irks me that I have only been listening to your podcast for a month because I could have been listening for so much longer. But anyway, I'm on episode 29 right now, and there's 30 right now, I think. Yeah, and... I love all the office references that you guys put in there, and I just wanted to know what your favorite Jim, Pam, Dwight, and Michael moments are, like, for both of you. And, yeah, love your podcast. Thanks for making my life easier and funnier. Okay, bye. Let's go. Caden, thank you. Caden, that was really nice. Appreciate you listening, dude. Love Utah, man. Let's go, Utes. Let's go, Cougars. For the Morms. Yeah, I have a Mormon friend. Nice. Yeah. He'll appreciate Not that. Not trying to brag, but. Um. <laughs> no, I could say that. I have, I have Mormon friends. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of office things to unpack. We've already unpacked a lot from we, the office. We have, I, we have said a lot about the office, Caden, and I hope that could be enough for you. That's an office quote. What is that? A man on a train with no answers. I hope, <laughs> I hope that could be enough for you. That's good. How about we just pick one of those four people each? Okay. And it doesn't have to be your favorite ever, but just the first thing that you really like about that person or about each person no 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 just one of them. Okay, okay just okay. just pick one let me think <clears throat> that, that's a great question Caden. but that's a long one and we've already talked about the office a lot and yeah. there's definitely people out there that don't know what we're talking about when we <laughs> talk about the office so i don't want to just make them go away from the podcast completely i think anytime where michael is hysterically laughing is so funny because he does as an steve carell as an actor does such a good job of making himself laugh yeah, like, it's really believable that he's laughing that hard. Like I think that's how he really laughs in real life. It probably is. Um, so anytime there's a few moments, you know, throughout the seasons where he is just laughing hysterically, um, 
what is there's one in my mind that I'm thinking of when he's just dying laughing. I can't remember why. I think it's really funny. Maybe this isn't the part you're thinking of, but whenever Phyllis gets flashed and he just laughs about that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's just laughing in his office yeah. for a while. Yeah. Uh, he's just laughing that this guy flashed Phyllis. But he's just like making himself cry from laughter. And I think that's so funny and so right. impressive. Um, I think there's like very sentimental spots that I really like for Jim and Pam. But my favorite Jim and Dwight prank, and I may have already said this, but is the exercise ball that Dwight has. Yeah. Season two, I think. And Jim just pops it uh, and Dwight falls back. And it's just so funny to me. So um, thanks for that. Um, awesome question, Caden. Thank you, Caden. Uh, are we done with voice memos? No, I think we have one or two more. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what's up, Jake and Brad? This is Braden. Frick that guy. Uh, hey, Never mind. We, that, that's it. Uh, okay. My name's Caden. I'm from... <clears throat> Uh, babes of the week side note uh, I made Trey laugh a little bit today and it was funny because it was like the same laugh that he has in his videos more or less oh nice (laughs) I wasn't going to say that on the podcast but it was kind of funny to like anyway so I was like whoa I've heard you laugh before (laughs) but that was like a real laugh anyway okay blanks of the week yeah do you want to go first with babe I think we save babe last okay Okay, last is babe okay and and you do your babe first. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very last. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, that is all the voice memos. I think we're going to go back by popular demand, go back to Blanks of the Week. <gasps> A Blanks of the Week. Yes. Awesome. Let's start with some poultry. Brad, what do you got? Okay, small thing. Uh, hangers? I've heard of them. I love hangers, first of all. I've used them. Dis, dislike the hangers that have those little ridges halfway through. Oh my gosh. I've tried to pull a hoodie off. I'm running late. I've been running late to everything I've been to for nope, the last nope, six nope, years. Nope, nope. Get it out. I, it's, I'm stuck. Yeah. It's, do you want your hanger to go with you? No. No. I it, want the hanger to hang, not to come with. It's not a come with her. And no, it, it, it is a, a, a closeted <laughs> hanger. Yes, all right. Exactly. Stay in there. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that. I think those things are probably for like dresses or something for girls. So why do I have them? You don't have anything spaghetti strap that I've ever seen. Yeah. Save that. Save that for. Or? Uh, yeah. Um, do you? For Mardi Gras. Um, <laughs> no, just don't like those. Uh, what about say, the ones with like extra friction at the top? Like a little extra, some some ribbed hangers maybe? Those are okay. Like I don't mind the grip on there. but Grip, that's but a the, better but word. The, I, I, I don't like those hangers because they get caught, but they also... Give those little indents if you have t-shirts or something that you put on oh, there. Oh, I do have t-shirts. And like you kind of get that little thing. You know what I'm talking about? The little mm, like the hanger crease. It's like, yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a t-shirt pimple. It's oh like, yeah. And it's like, oh gosh. Sorry, I just did I only had three hangers left in my closet and they were all those kind of hangers. I just got off Accutane. <laughs> I, yeah, seriously. Uh I'll I'll talk to my dermatologist. But um yeah, don't don't like the hangers. That's my poultry of the week, is just hangers like that. Like there's there's other answers out there for those hangers. So we can do better, guys. Guys, we can do better. Yeah, I love your guys' stuff, but we can do better. <clears throat> My poultry also a very small thing, and literally a small thing. Last night after um, boxing, which we'll get into, babe of the week preview. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> after boxing, I went to Quick Trip and got a Gatorade, and for some reason I chose the the thin and slender Gatorade. And the it's been a while since I've suckled down on one of those babies. And I say suckled because the <laughs> end of it is kind of weird. The ones where you can half twist. Sure. It felt like a pacifier kind of, uh, uh, sure. passy, passy, a passy, a, a passy yeah. pie. Yeah. Um, which that's another weird thing. I feel like 
now I'm just getting off topic, but anything at the end of your life or the beginning of your life has really weird names. <laughs> like the beginning, like you bink bink or you, you binky boy. <laughs> you're binky. And at the end of your life, I feel like what's your grandma or grandpa? You're Kathy. You could your be. catheter. Oh, no, not like <laughs> devices anymore. I'm thinking, I do like the idea of naming your own catheter though, giving it some personality. Come over here, Ju Eugene. Who is that? Oh, the just cat your catheter. I was trying to think of another apparatus that sounds like, uh, no, I'm saying like the names we give our grandparents. Oh. Hey, um, I'm going to uh, spend some time with my Moo. <coughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah. My, me, me, and Poop Pop. What? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Oh, it's been good this Thanksgiving. Got to spend time with people and Nana. <laughs> Who are these people? Okay, uh, Do you have descendants from Southeast Asia? Who are these people? What does the word winky mean to you? Winky? Winky. Isn't it one of the uh, Pac-Man uh, villains? Winky and Blinky? <laughs> winky and Blinky. Uh, definitely the Pac-Man. No. That's what I think of. I used that term growing up for a part of the male anatomy. Oh. Other people that I know called their grandfather uh, that. So they're like, Mimi and Winky. I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> You're Winky? I gotta go see my Winky. It's like, no, 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 I'm no, excited. No, 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 no. Uh, grandma's bringing Winky. <laughs> Excuse me? It'd be funny to call Show and your... tell. Uh, today, I brought my Winky in. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what did you... I love the idea of calling your grandmother just grandma, but then your grandfather, Winky. Like, only one of them gets a nickname. <laughs> I have a theory that uh, Southern people... And I don't know what you consider that. It's a different conversation. But Southern people are the only or the main people that use different names than grandma and grandpa. I just said grandma and grandpa and then their last names growing up. Catherine, of course, had different names for them. Pop, pop. Yeah. And so now her Mo parents Mo Mo. are Honey is the grandma and Pops is the. Honey Pops. That's a cool serial name. She wanted to be Lovey. And I said, oh. no, no, no. I cannot call you Lovey. Oh, so when she entered into grandmotherhood, she chose a name. Oh, yeah. She's the matriarch, man. She's, Wait, she, she chose her choose. own name? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. And, and I, I like kind what? of went behind what? these, like went behind her back and like talked to all of Catherine's siblings like, hey, this is the first grandchild, but all your kids are also going to have to call her Lovey. So you need to talk to your mom. Yeah, Because yeah. Catherine was like, well, I can't choose. It's just my mom's, mom's, mom's choice. She can do whatever she wants. I was I like, very thrown I was off like, I this. will not call her Lovey. But now, of course, I'm like, uh, you know, sometimes I talk to her like I would, you know, expect Hattie to talk to her. So I'm like, oh, hi, honey. And that's weird too. Calling your mother-in-law honey. Is that pretty normal for a grandma to to take a different name when she becomes a grandma in the South? Yeah. They all choose different names? Yes, that's what I'm saying. What? I think leave a five-star review with your <laughs> grandfather's name, your grandmother's name, and where you are from. I think it is almost uncanny that people in the South do not call them grandma and grandpa. And, but I'm so thrown off by like, the <laughs> fact that they like they wait and then they just choose their own name. They don't let the grandkids decide if it's going to be I don't know if that's like I don't know if that's 100%. Uh, maybe that's just my in-laws. But yeah. That, that it happened. seems like we should have thrown her some like debutante or some, you know, grandmother bar mitzvah <laughs> kind of thing. Like, congrats, you are now indoctrinated as honey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, honey! <laughs> and her winky! Come on down! <laughs> Honey's winky. Accompanied by honey is the winky. <laughs> anyway. Look at, yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like calling, yeah, there's no way to make this appropriate. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's move on to... um. We're going to mix up two different segments at the same time. Irrationally Strong Opinion of the Week. Irrationally Strong Opinions of the Week. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I can go first. <coughs> okay. This one is not much of a fleshed out idea. Don't even. Really, <laughs> uh, I haven't really thought about this at all. But 
This doesn't really happen as much anymore. But back in the Canacuck days, even in the more K-Life days, post-college, uh, me rapping was somewhat a part of what I did. It was just like this hokey thing, using the only amount of rhythm I have to make a skit or a game more fun. Yeah. Like I can't sing, but I can at least- You're a professional rapper. I can at least just like talk to a, a beat. Um, and so it would become this thing, and this, would, this happened multiple times over the years. Someone would get brought up about rap or something, and someone else would be like, oh, Jake, Jake can rap. And then <laughs> someone would be like, oh, you can rap? Rap for it, Jake. Well, not even them expecting me to rap. Just the, the question, you can rap? I always want to defend it and be like, don't consider this a skill. <coughs> can you talk? Yeah. You can rap. Don't yeah. look at me as someone skilled in this area. Anyone can do this. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah. You just, write your own raps? That is kind of cool. Yeah, then you got something. But just the phrase, like, or I'd even been in a car with someone and like, I don't know, some... Eminem song comes on and someone starts rapping along with it. By the way, that irks me beyond belief. Singing or like rapping along to a song. Really? Yeah, I don't like that. Oh gosh, I do that some, I did that on our road trip together. What do you mean? I'll stop, I'll stop. I don't even remember it. Okay, good. Just like, yeah, I stand by it. Rapping along to a song that's on the radio is weird to me. Okay. And so like someone will start doing that and then someone else will be in the car and be like, oh, I didn't know you could rap. I'm like, this is not a skill. This should ever be endorsed by anyone. You can rap. No, we can all rap. You got to tell them you can rap. It, it takes no you skill. You literally just rapped to me you by rap. asking me that question. Yeah. It, yeah. It takes no skill. I think it definitely takes skill to successfully rap. Like, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's, there's, I, I don't know if I completely agree, but I think that like, yes, everybody can quote unquote rap. Not everyone can rap. Like I think the performance aspect Twista. of it. Remember Twista? Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone's rapping like Twista. He had the there. world record for words in a minute before Weird Al took it from him. Hardware really? store, yeah. Weird Al? Yeah, hardware really? store. Good for him. Go Weird Al up. can rap. Oh, he can rap? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it bugs me. Okay. But I can rap, you guys. I can. I my, can do it. My irrationally strong opinion, and I've already gotten pretty heated today, so I don't want to get too many people yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, on my, on my business, but um, I think this is going to be a little bit of a controversial thing that I think a lot of people are going to disagree with and <laughs> maybe feel shame for. I hope... <laughs> Uh, you typically do not have the, the People's Choice uh, Award. In, um, Justin Bieber's incredible. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, so whatever. I, this is just a thing. And then maybe maybe you can judge me because I shouldn't be thinking this Why way. Why don't you just go ahead and say it? My irrationally strong opinion is that posting, when, whenever like people post on their Instagram stories, reposts from other people, mm. especially when they are complimenting themselves. It's like, so if... If I post, oh, loved hanging out with Jake Triplett today. He is such a great guy. So funny. So talented. He's a really good rapper. <laughs> and then, and then like two hours later, you just repost that same pic or like. I repost it to my story. Happy birthday to this caring, loving, gracious woman, uh, you know, who's just really taught me a lot about God. It's like, and then you repost that for whatever reason, that just, just a frustrating thing to me. Like. I feel like you're just like kind of acknowledging like, or maybe not acknowledging, but I feel like you're just like bragging about yourself through like very subtly, passively, aggressively bragging about yourself. I don't think I, I don't think I really mind it if it's like, Hey, just hung out with Jake Triplett. Here's a picture of him. And then you repost that of like, Hey, I hung out with Brad, you know, but it's an irrationally strong opinion. I understand it's irrational, but I just get frustrated when it's somebody's birthday and they post 
everybody else's story on their story about how great they are. Yeah. It's just weird because you're consciously having to add that to your story. It's not like it's like going on your Facebook timeline. It's not and like you can't you have Facebook, it. you got tagged in a picture. Exactly. You made the decision to repost it. Yes. And it just... It, <sighs> Here we go. Get the bleep button ready. It irks me. It oh. irks me. So I... Uh, I think yeah. it's tough. And yeah, <laughs> good for you for having the boldness say this because pretty much everyone I know does this. Let, so. me, let me come back with a quick rebuttal that I think I understand what a lot well, yeah, of people are going to say is that I think that maybe... Uh, and I don't, but I don't think this is the pure thing for everybody that maybe some people are reposting it to say, Hey, I acknowledged that you went out of your way to post this really nice thing about me. Oh, um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I acknowledge that you went out of your way to post this thing about me. Thank you. Let me repost it to thank you. But you can also text somebody that, that that's all I have to say. I think uh, to try and get inside other people's heads and why they do this. I think on one end, they would probably admit like, yeah, this is a little like braggy. Like I want to be seen as these things. So I'm going to post it. And I, I know that it's a little arrogant maybe, but I'm okay with that. I think they would say that. And then two, I think people, you know, are self-aware enough to be like, okay, it is my birthday and I want people to know, but I don't want to be in their face about it. I don't want to just put up a post and say, it's my birthday, celebrate me. So yeah. this is like a little way of saying that it is my birthday. You know, I think that's the middle ground that most of society has taken to be like, this is my way of telling people it's my birthday. Like if, if you hung out with me and you posted birthday brunch with birthday brunch, of course we're getting brunch. Yeah, yeah, that's birthday us. brunch with Brad. I would repost that and I wouldn't think that's arrogant. But if you were like, birthday brunch with Brad, he's so great. He also is a good rapper. Don't like that. Yeah. But like I said, irrationally strong opinion. And keep posting them. It's great to see, you know, the picture of you and that girl from six months ago. Ergo grew. Ergo. Could be anybody. Uh, next up, let's go to review of the week, and then we'll finish up with babe of the week at the very end. But review of the week, so many good ones. There's a lot of wholesome ones. Someone took a lot of time out of the day to write up a, uh, a, a big old paragraph about my tick bite. <laughs> I really appreciated that. What? I missed that uh, one. Did you see it? Yeah, it said uh, Poopsie's red meat allergy. And they did a lot of research and everything you said is true. That is the tick that bit me. That is the sugar molecule that I'm allergic to. So you nailed it. How did um, I miss that? I don't know. I check like five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't miss that. But yeah, <clears throat> appreciate the time you put into that. Um, other people, you know, say that this podcast is their babe of the week. Uh, people saying that they feel like we are their new best friends and uh, they're devastated now that they're all caught up. Uh, just so many nice things. Um, I realized I didn't choose a review of the week, so you can choose one, Brad, which one's okay. your favorite. I mean, the one that, let's see. I really like the one that was from Karen Afelipelli, mm. um, slowly but surely making my way through this podcast. And it's so great. The nineties kit episode had me wanting to go dig out the Sega from my parents' basement and play Sonic. Also grits is money when T Mac, Toby Mac comes <laughs> in for that rap bit. Love the content. And yes, I had to look up how to spell Filipelli. Um, yeah, anytime where we can talk about grits and the 90s, just like those are some of my favorite things to talk about on the podcast. I straight up don't remember even talking about grits, but that's awesome. I don't either, but oh, maybe grits. we said ooh back in the day or something. But yeah, we feeling, she feeling, we feeling, hey, yo, round around we go, we feeling, <laughs> she feeling, we feeling, hey, oh, here we go. We go, so we get up, we get up. Brad can rap. Whoa, Brad. Brad, how'd you do that? You should have told me you could rap. Oh, so were you in like choir as a kid? You must. You must have have some sort of professional training. <laughs> okay, babe of the week. Mine goes to 
Uh, I have two babes. I'm You're going kidding. to drop a deuce on I got everybody. Two babes. It is Hannah with two H's at title boxing and Hannah with one H at title oh, boxing. Aloha. Same, same, nice. Same, uh, that was, uh, I was going to move on from that. Whatever. Um, what, why is that so funny to you? It's not that funny. <laughs> it's just a funny inside joke. <laughs> Um, digs are chilly, dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. So I go to box last night and immediately, okay, how did this go down? Yeah. Right when I walk in, I'm running a little late, um, packed house, didn't even get my own bag to punch, but, um, <laughs> Hey, can I share it? Can we share a bag? Do you I, mind? I did. I was in the corner with the fire extinguisher. Eventually there was not a lot of room. <laughs> the fire extinguisher was your bag. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we're all out of bags, but you can use this expired extinguisher back here. <laughs> we used it a couple years ago, never refilled it. So don't it's worry. Fine. Nothing's going to happen. We used it. Like what happened back in the day? <laughs> but <laughs> I was in the uh, corner with a fire. extinguisher. I'm just imagining like a cartoon of you, like back there. Like just a sad cartoon Jake with his fire extinguisher in the corner. I don't know why that's what comes to mind, but that's it's okay. Just, it's just a funny, funny thought. <laughs> no, me as a cartoon. Why am I a cartoon? I don't know. It's okay. like Calvin and Hobbes style and okay. you're back there. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'll still fight you though. You keep that up and I'll actually box you. <laughs> you keep it up. I'll give you a right, right hook right to the face, huh? Yeah. Oh, missed the bag twice last night. No <laughs> joke. On the left hook. So both on the left hook. It just, the bag's moving and I don't yeah, know. It's yeah. just not that coordinated, I sure, guess, with sure. the left. Anyway, the... um. The, I walk in and Hannah goes, Jake, there you are. Uh, we have so much to tell you. Something like that. I'm like, oh, what's up? Because I haven't been in like two weeks. She said, we found your podcast. Oh. And immediately I'm like, oh boy. Oh, what did I say? Oh, what did I say that boxing they episode? they played it over the you know intercom while... That's what she said. They listened to it at work. Like when they're cleaning up or whatever, they listened to it. They oh, no listen way. to episodes while they're there. Like really? multiple of them. So I don't know who's been listening. And so at first I was like, did they just like go to my like file I filled out with my yeah, emergency contact? You? And then I found out that one of our listeners, Taylor, follows Hannah with one H on Instagram. Hannah puts up a little picture. Great session today, leading the class at Title Boxing. And I guess the, Taylor commented like, hey, is this in Kansas City? This guy's podcast I listened to might have went to your class. And then they find out, oh, that is the same class. That is the guy. And then I guess they looked at the podcast and they see one episode called Boxing Day. So just <laughs> yeah, listen to gotta it. Gotta be that one. And then they just, yeah, they found it and they said they loved it. Oh, that's awesome. It was really cool. It's so like, were they giving you a hard time like the whole time last night? No, and they they definitely could have. They had the right to like sure. yeah, give me a hard time, but they were just like, we loved it. That was so funny. And they were like, you gotta get Brad in here. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. He needs to see how Bro. hard of a workout this is. I believe it. That's it's, why I'm not going. That's why I'm scared to go. <laughs> it's so intense. Um, but yeah, it was really fun and it gave me like a sense of community a little bit. It's like, I yeah. got friends in here now. That is, that, that is, that makes all the difference. Right? Yeah, it does. Me Good and the Hannahs. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So both the Hannahs. Whew. My, my deuce babes. Okay, Brad, <laughs> what is babe. your, uh, you're my deuce babe. Babe um, of the week. Got, got a babe that week. week. Oh, um, so yeah, babe of the week, uh, this week as always, um, is just going to somebody really special mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, <clears throat> this this girl, you know, this week we've been doing a lot of fun things together. Uh, went and looked at Christmas lights together tonight. Oh, cool. Um, you know, she's always in the front seat next to me uh, when I'm doing fun things. Mm. Uh, and then I just had this realization, holy cow, turns out she's my wife. No way. Yes. Um, her name is Catherine Ellis. Uh, but even crazier babe of the week um, is the babe inside that bed? Oh! Let's go! 
for that moment for so long. The babe inside of the babe of the week. The babe inception! <laughs> Get my totem! Where's my totem? Oh! <laughs> oh broke this chair, I think, maybe. Worth it, worth oh, it. Oh boy, yes. We are pregnant, Catherine's pregnant, and <laughs> baby coming in early May. So Whew. be thinking of names now. Uh, <laughs> Brad definitely wants inside, to- Inside, Ghost Runner jokes inside only. Inside jokes only. Yeah. I think Brad's dream for a long time has been to name his kid off of something a podcast <laughs> listener suggested him. So that would be a dream come true please, for him. Please, 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 please. So oh, yeah, we're very excited. Um, very blessed. So Catherine's doing Whew. well. Yeah. So exciting, dude. Yes. So you've exciting. known you've known for a while, ever since Texas. I was gonna say, we, was, we told you. If you remember, I mean, probably 15 episodes ago, we drove down to Texas. Yeah. And on the way there, we were trying to get it's me, Peter, Isaac, and Brad, you know, a guy's car. Yeah. And then plus Catherine. And Catherine, because she's awesome. And we're trying to get her so badly, like, hey, you gotta come to the casino with us tonight. It's gonna be so fun. And we are just not letting up. Just yeah. like, why would you not come with Persistent. us? Persistent. It's gonna be so fun. And uh, then she just couldn't take it any longer. She's like, well, I probably shouldn't be around secondhand smoke. Because you're pregnant or when, I'm, when, I, when you're pregnant or something like that. And I remember looking in the rear view mirror and just seeing Isaac like kind of listen and then like make eye contact with me and just like bug out his eyes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it was pretty fun. So we yeah. are excited about it. Um, we can't wait to have another addition to the Ellis pack. Nice. Clan. The Ellis. Yeah. Oh man, that's so exciting. I'm Odd. so glad that the people get to know. Yes, now you know. Um, so be be praying for us if you want to, uh, or just you know send uh, money donations, however small. Um, <laughs> that's it. You have you definitely have to do one of the two things. It's either prayer or money. So your choice. I mean, Joel Osteen's one of my favorite pastors. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be blessed? Show me. Show me how many prove dollars. It. How many dollars? Worth hey, you- prove it over here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see your wallet. Hold, hold up, hold up your wallet right now. Hold it up and show me how much you uh, love this. So. Dude, I went to a church accidentally like that in Kansas City like three or four years ago, where they literally had people hold up really like their credit cards or the dollar amount they were going to donate that day. It was so uncomfortable. Cringy. Yeah, and yeah, wrong. Yes. Yikes. Um, it was weird. But <laughs> literally, they held them up. They, yeah, it was funny. I was like, maybe I told you that story. They were literally doing that before the. Uh, the offering. I was like, Oh, I, I don't like this. That should not be how it's done. <laughs> anyway. Um, wow. What an episode. The back half was hot. <laughs> we got it going there. Man. Oh, baby. Flagged, literally flagged for holding. <laughs> Might have to be the title for this or no, I guess it's going to be about the office. The babe but, within the babe. <laughs> babe within the babe. Whew. Babeception. That's yes. great. Well, I think that uh, about wraps up for me. I've done about three hours worth of talking in front of a camera today. So yeah, you're you're good, buddy. Um, I'm gonna monologue for the next fifteen or so. Yes, yeah, so you could take it. I'm gonna head out, uh, but you t- <laughs> you do whatever you need to do. Just explore the space, man. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always, and all the reviews and all the nice comments. Uh, thanks for those who follow our Instagram. It's been fun. Ghost Runners podcast. Is what Ghost Runners podcast. Yeah, there's video clips of us up there. The the makeover is coming. 
uh, you know, move that bus style. It's going to be really cool. <laughs> yes. And then we've actually been hanging on to uh, quite the, I guess I don't want to build it up too much because who knows what's going to happen, but we've got something in our back pocket for our Instagram that have been waiting until it looks a little nicer, just in case this thing goes a little viral. I would like to, you know, you don't want to have a house party over and then not have your mess, you know, picked up. Right. You want to have it looking nice. Whoa, that's the pillow you use? Come on. Yeah, there's not even a pillowcase on it. What are you doing over there? Yeah. So that's us. Um, Vacuum up. Closing thoughts, Brad? <sighs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico in two days, so I'm sure I'll be back with some fun stories. Fruit of Tulum? Fruit of Tulum. All right. Yeah. Still a good pun. Still not sure how to incorporate that as far as Instagram goes. Probably just going to do nothing. People are going to love it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So if we have any listeners in Tulum, let me know. I'll see you soon. See you soon in Tulum. See you soon in Tulum. Brad, hit him with a jingle to end this one, baby. Episode 32. The Ghost Runners Podcast is with Jake and Brad. Yeah. We are on every Monday morning and we just might make you not sad. Yeah. We just talk about random nonsense in the office. Office. But we love that you listen and... We hope you always continue to do so. <laughs> Perfect rhyme with office. <laughs> Ghost Runners Podcast is our name. And we are in the Kansas Sexy Hall of Fame. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we always figure it out. Jake and Brad Ellis, elliscustomcreations.com. We don't have much more to this song, but we record in a wood shop, custom-made furniture place, and we love half of your faces. We are the <laughs> Ghost Runners. We hope that you think that we are funners. <laughs> what was the half our faces? Like, like, like we the, don't, we don't like, half? no, no, no. We like, like there's half of you that we like their faces. Half of you, we don't like, Hey, nice face. Not, not man. I don't really get this joke, but that's okay. I'm just saying like half of you are attractive. Half of you. Are. Oh, okay. Just, okay. I don't know. <laughs> It's a fun thing to be like, to like, be like very specific, like, hey guys, just wanted to say I'm really thankful for seven of you uh, here today. Yeah. Like the very, the pilot episode of The Office. I would say I get along with my subordinates with four exceptions or <laughs> yeah, whatever, exactly. like specific. Yes. I see that on Instagram. I would, there'd be like a group picture of five people and I would comment, wow, four are my best friends and <laughs> yeah, kind of exactly. let them figure out who I'm talking about. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. We so wrapped it up solid. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And now for Weird Al's hardware store. Check it out. Love you, baby. Woo! Would you look at all that stuff? They got Allen wrenches, herbal feeders, toilet seats, electric heaters, trash compactors, juices, tractors, shower rods, and water meters, walkie talkies, copper wires, safety goggles, radio tires, BB bellows, rubber mallets, fans, and dehumidifiers, picture hangers, paper cutters, waffle irons, window shutters, baby movers, window losers, masking tape, and plastic cutters, kitchen faucets, folding tables, weather stripping, jumper cables, hooks and tackle, grab them, spackle, power fogger, spoons and layouts, special size for fumigation, high performance, super kitchen, metal roofing, water proofing, multi purpose insulation, air compressors, rest connectors, wrecking chisels, smoke detectors, iron gators, nuts, arcaders, thermos, sets, and bug deflectors, trailer machine magnetizers, automatic circumcisors, Santa packets, angle brackets, stirrers, self and energizers, socket panels, circuit breakers, vacuum cleaners, coffee makers, calculators, generators, matching salt and pepper shakers. I can't